Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Ryan Miner, and you were listening to a new episode of A Minor Detail on the Change Montgomery County Radio Network. You can find us on the web at changemoco.org, and you can follow us uh, on blogtalkradio.com slash a minor detail. So I want to wish you all a happy belated Easter. I hope that you were rejuvenated in the spirit of our Lord and the resurrection, and I hope that you and your family had a wonderful weekend and enjoyed this very kind weather to us. Uh, unfortunately, today it's been a little rainy, but we're hoping that will change soon. You know the old saying that April showers bring May flowers, so let's hope that uh, that rains true. Uh, tonight we are going to be talking about Relay for Life in Montgomery County. Relay for Life is an overnight community fundraising event. It's coordinated by the American Cancer Society. And you may have participated in one of these events that are really all over the world. Uh, And they are special events for a very serious topic. And tonight we are going to get serious because we're going to be talking about cancer. And cancer has many meanings to many different people. It means, for some people, it means tragedy. For some people, it means hardship. For some people, it means struggle, or it could mean a rejuvenation or a journey from the depths of sorrow. Cancer has affected us in many, many ways. It has affected uh, families and We all have a story to tell about cancer. I lost a cousin to cancer. I lost a great aunt to cancer, both to breast cancer. And it's just, it's one of those issues that every family that I know has somehow been affected by cancer in some unimaginable way, some unimaginable harm. So Relay for Life was designed so that communities across the globe can come together to honor cancer survivors, to remember loved ones lost, and fight back against this disease that has taken far too many. And as of now, there's been so many advances in scientific research and cancer research, and I know we're on the precipice of finding a cure, and I think before the end of my lifetime that that may happen, but until now, there is really no cure, Um, and we're here tonight to talk about with people what Relay for Life can do and what it has done for many people. And we will talk with a cancer survivor tonight. We're going to talk with people who have been adversely impacted by this terrible disease. So Relay for Life, if you don't know a little bit about it, basically teams camp out overnight and they take turns walking or running around a track or a path, maybe at a local high school, a park, or a fairground. Um, I know that when I've participated in Relay for Life, they've been at a fairground. Um, and we walk around the track, and we assemble teams, and the point is you raise money, and you interact with people and survivors, and they tell their stories, you laugh, you cry, and it's a moment where you come together in a combined cause to fight back. So 
events, they can last up to 24 hours long, and as we know, cancer, it never sleeps. Each team is asked to have at least one participant on the track at all times. Relayers, they also provide a carnival atmosphere that is fun for a whole families. And these events are so fun, and they're informational, and they're inspiring. You hear, Like I said, you hear stories from different survivors, and people come together, united in this fight against cancer, this battle against this disease that, again, has taken too many. So this week, we're going to talk with some of the Montgomery County folks that are involved with Relay for Life. And my first guest uh, is, his name is Richard Ponte, and he is organizing for the Relay for Life in Rockville. So, Richard, I want to welcome you to the show. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am fantastic. Richard, you and I had spoken offline about the the mission of Relay for Life. So could you tell us a little bit about the Relay for Life of Rockville, um, the events that you're planning, and uh, what you anticipate, uh, how much money you anticipate that you're going to raise, and how many teams and participants you think you'll have? Well, um, in particular, um, Relay for Life uh, Rockville, uh, Maryland, is happening on uh, May 30th of this year, and we are looking uh, to raise um, $100,000 for the community um, and to fight against cancer. And um, would you like me to give you a little bit of the backstory on Relay for Life, kind of like the, the basis for it? Sure, and if you want to hold that thought, I have with us uh, Nancy Coulter, and I also have with us uh, Nikki Miller. So I'm going to patch them in and to the conversation. So I want to welcome Nikki, and I want to welcome Nancy. So welcome, ladies. Thanks for joining our show this evening. Thank you so much for having us. Of course. So as Richard was about to explain about what is going on with Relay for Life in Rockville. So, Richard, the floor is yours. Well, all right. Well, I will uh, start with just kind of like the basics um, of what we are and what we do. Um, it is Relay for Life is one and the same with the American Cancer Society. Uh, the American Cancer Society is a nationwide uh, community-based uh, health organization that's voluntary and it's dedicated to fighting and eliminating uh, cancer. Um, and so the fundraising branch or the fundraising arm for the American Cancer Society is Relay for Life um, because a lot of things the American Cancer Society does is, you know, funding researchers and battling all forms of cancer in the form of, you know, uh, patient services. And, of course, that, that takes money. So uh, re- what Relay for Life is, uh, is the fundraising arm. And it was started by Dr. Gordy Klatt in 1985. Uh, and this is actually the 30th anniversary of the event, so this is a pretty big year for us. And the, his whole point was he wanted people to know what those fighting cancer went through. So he ran around a track for 24 hours and, and raised $27,000 for his cause back in 85 and just took off from there. And so now what the point of Relay for Life is, you put together a team and you raise money and, and you walk around the track through the night. Um, and, in, and for the Rockville's um, event, it is from noon to midnight. Uh, for those still fighting or have lost their fight to cancer, and uh, it's a very it's a family focused event. Um, we have games and and food and, and special ceremonies. And uh, Nikki and Nancy will definitely be able to um, you know, will be speaking on more of the details for the Rockville event. But just kind of an overview 
uh, like I said, we, we do provide food for everyone and games. It's a very family-focused, very family-friendly. Um, we do have uh, what's called a survivor brunch um, for all the survivors. So what happens is um, if, you are, if you are a survivor of cancer, if you are currently fighting cancer, and you can sign up for this brunch and we, we put it on for you, um, and it happens before the event. We also have what's called a luminaria ceremony, and what that is when it gets dark, we put candles inside paper bags and line the walking tracks. So we've got this really nice atmosphere. And on each bag is a name in honor of those who are fighting cancer in memory of those who are no longer with us. Nancy. So it's just kind of a, a touching moment right, right, right when it gets dark, right, right as the sun goes down, and um, just in kind of memory and in honor of those who are battling uh, the disease. So. Um, as you can already tell, it's a very encompassing event. There are a lot of different aspects to it, but it's all for the one main cause and main purpose of um, to help people stay well and get well and finding cures and fighting back. Well, that's a that's a fantastic summary. And there's many people who have heard about Relay for Life but have not yet participated, or they know that it's associated with the American Cancer Society, but they may have not directly, like I said, participated. Richard, I want to bring in one of your colleagues to the show, and Nancy and Nikki, uh, we're all going to join the show, so this is going to be a very active conversation. Um, I'm going to bring in uh, Leah Bentoncourt, um, who is the community manager for the, Le- the Relay for Life of Damascus, and Leah, I'm assuming this is you. How are you? Uh, actually, okay. this is Carl Vale. Okay, welcome, Carl. Ryan, welcome is that you? Well. Yes, sir. This is I'm me. Act- we I'm are. Act- I'm the, the chair. I'm the chair of the uh, the American Cancer Society Relay for Life of Damascus. Okay. And I'm a community volunteer. I live in Damascus. Uh, Lee Betancourt is our ACS counterpart. She's a staff person. Uh, at American Cancer Society and uh, works full-time uh, for American Cancer Society and helps us. Well, thank th- thank you so much for joining the show. And uh, earlier we had Richard Ponte, who we uh, introduced around 9.05 uh, during the show. Nancy Coulter and Nikki Miller are also with us. And, Nancy, I want to start with you. How did you get involved with Relay for Life in Montgomery County? Well, um, hi, Ryan. I got involved first in 2011 my stepfather was diagnosed with kidney cancer in 2008 and then later in 2009 was diagnosed with a sarcoma and our family had been just traumatized by, you know, when you have a close loved one going through a fighting with cancer, it's very stressful for everybody. And I got to the point where I was just, I, I was frustrated and I wanted to do more. It was a sad experience. And I distinctly remember one day being at the computer thinking, okay, I'll donate money to some organization, got online and found American Cancer Society and then clicked a couple links and found Relay for Life. And it seemed like something more than just writing a check. It was something that our family could all be involved with. Um, We would be actively walking on the track and, you know, really feeling the excitement and the energy of Relay and taking that sadness and turning it into something positive. So I registered called up my mom, said, Mom, guess what? We're doing Relay for Life. She had no clue what I was talking about, but she and my stepfather have been along on this ride with me um, since 2011, and we've gotten our whole family involved. My brothers fly in from out of town. My nieces down in Florida raise money for our team. They tell people about how their grandfather has been fighting cancer. 
And it really is for us a big family event. Um, So 2011, we first started. And then 2012, I started volunteering and doing more, um, getting involved with the planning of the event, uh, getting entertainment involved, getting local businesses involved to help with supporting it. Because what I think some people don't realize is that it's very much a volunteer-run event, and we rely heavily on the support of the community, whether it's businesses donating their services, um, we have um, ProFit. They come in and they do a demo for, they show people Zuma classes. So we have a Zuma class going on during the relay. But we get businesses involved so that, you know, they can be involved, they can show their support in the fight against cancer, and we have more things for our participants to do at the event. So um, it's very much something that, you know, we have the support of our staff partners from American Cancer Society, but it's people who volunteer their free time because they want to fight back against cancer. Um, Nikki and myself both have full-time jobs, and this is something that we do out of a very strong passion to want to see cancer come to an end. And, you know, I've been doing this since 2011, and I plan on doing it until I don't have to worry about it ever again. I have tried Zuma once, embarrassingly, <laughs> uh, and uh, it it was not a a site that I if if there would ever be a video that would be recorded to thoroughly embarrass me and my entire family, it would definitely be me doing Zumba, uh, and and I I can promise you that I will never ever show you that video. Um, so I want to bring in Lee. I, I'm pretty sure that is uh, Lee on the line. Is that you, Lee? I am here. Hello. Hey, thank you for joining us. Uh, you are the community manager with the Relay for Life of Damascus. So tell us a little bit about your event. So Damascus has been, ha, has had an event since 1998, and they have raised for their community over $2.5 million since then. It was one of the largest events. It still is one of the largest events in Montgomery County. Um, and as you know, there are five events happening this spring in Montgomery County. So the event is held at Damascus Volunteer Fire Department. Um, we're anticipating about 30 teams and um, hopefully around 500 people. Each event is very different. We also have Zumba. Um, we're doing a 5K this year, so that's something new and exciting. We have special laps, a boxcar lap, a crazy hat lap. But it's really just a time for everyone to get together. There's something really special about watching people in the morning, continuing to walk and see the sunrise after spending the entire night fighting cancer. Um, it's just people, no matter what background they're from, working towards a common goal, and there's something really remarkable. The Damascus community has been so wonderful rallying behind this for um, close to 10 years. So over 10 years, I'm sorry. So it's been, Let me... It's been let me uh... Let me reintroduce everybody now that we are all joined here. We were we kind of staggered and segmented uh our our entrances. So mm-hmm. I have uh Nancy and Nikki and Richard Ponte, we have uh the, the Rockville group, and then I have Carl and of course yourself, Lee. And um so we have we have a full line here right now. So I wanna go back to Nikki, um, of the, the Rockville group. Nikki, what is your story? So I joined Relay for Life of Rockville three years ago. I was initially an active participant in the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network, which is the advocacy arm of of um, the American Cancer Society. And during that time, there was a member on um, that particular um, in my particular group who was a participant in Relay. 
And he knew my story, and my story is that my mom is a two-time breast cancer survivor, and he knew that I wanted to do more. Wow. So um, <clears throat> my first my first year, I was a volunteer that just did, um, you know, just various tasks that I was told to do. Um, I also raised money um, at that particular time, but um, just wanted to get a feel, a better feel for what Relay was about. Um, it was last year that I actually um, took on co-chairing the survivor caregiver reception and started a team as well. So this year um, that role has increased in that I am now the lead for the um, Bring the People section of Rockville Relay, and um, that encompasses not only getting teams involved, getting participants, but also um, helping with the community champions. As Nancy mentioned, this is definitely something where we rely on the resources of the community, volunteering their time and services, and to also um, help plan the survivor caregiver reception. So well, that's quite um, that, a summary. That's my background. Yes. <laughs> so, Carl, I want to bring you in, and same question uh, that I just posed to Nikki. What is your story? Yeah, interesting question. Mine's very different uh, from everyone else's. Um, I uh, I got involved uh, only two or three years ago, uh, and all I did was uh, offer to host my house for one of the teams that, so that they could do a fundraiser. And uh, last year, actually, Damascus didn't have a chair, and this year I stepped up to be chair. So I'm I'm a rookie chair uh, with almost no experience. <laughs> running it. Uh, so my, my hat's off to Nancy and Nikki and, and some of the other people who have stepped up. It, it's a big job. Uh, it, I will tell you, it's a lot of fun. It's a challenge. Here, here's a story I think that I, that I would tell you that I think kind of hits home. You know, as, as I've been out talking to the community, uh, and I've talked to a number of, of groups, some, some big, some small, some, some as many as, you know, five or six, and, and some as many as hundreds. And one of the questions that I ask them, Ryan, is I say, you know, so let me ask you a question, folks. If if I asked you if you knew somebody, you know, or raise your hand if you knew somebody who was affected by polio, go ahead and raise your hand. And, and when I'm in a group of, you know, 100 people, um, you, know, you might have two or three people raise their hand. Um, and then I'll ask, I'll say, how many people, raise your hand, raise your hand if you know someone who has been affected by cancer. Mm-hmm. And everyone raises their hand. And it's absolutely astonishing. I mean, and, and one of the things that I'll point out, you know, not to pick on the people who raised their hand, you know, when, when I asked them if they had knew, anybody, knew anyone who had been afflicted by polio, but quite honestly, they're old people. Yeah. You know, they've been on this planet a long time, and we licked polio a long time ago. Well, we haven't licked cancer yet, and right. we all have been affected by it. And I think that's the, to me, that's the thing. And, you know, as Lee and I have gone around and talked to the community and we get, we get involvement is everyone's got a story. You know, everyone has a story about someone they know, someone they work with, a family member, themselves, you know, who are survivors. I mean, we've all been touched by it. I lost my mom to cancer, to lung cancer. I lost my, my grandmother and grandfather. Uh, my dad is a melanoma survivor, and if you know anything wow. about melanoma, that's a tough one. A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, and he's my dad's a survivor. He he had his uh, 80th birthday uh, just uh, about a month ago. That's, and that's we wonderful. Celebrating that. 
So, yeah, we're, you know, it, it, everyone's got a story and, and we're all touched by it, but we are making a difference. That's, I think that's the greatest thing about it. Carl, you mentioned uh, you, you mentioned polio specifically, and that is an issue that, <clears throat> even separate from cancer, as a, I'm a Rotarian, and that is our mm-hmm. cause that we uh, are and trying to influence worldwide to eradicate. And um, we've had people come into our Rotary Club and also uh, pose a very similar uh, situation where they said, "How many people have heard of polio?" And of course, being Rotarians, we all heard about it and yeah. but when they say when they talk about cancer almost every hand in the room went up and said in reference to someone having a story or somebody being adversely affected by this or a friend a neighbor maybe a it, of course a, their own member of the family so this is these events are are just remarkable about how many people it draws out. And this is truly the heart and soul of what is so wonderful about Montgomery County, putting these events together. Um, And I want to go back to you, Richard. Uh, The Relay for Life of Rockville, your event is scheduled May 30th of this year uh, from 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. at John Hopkins University in Montgomery County. Um, so, Richard, how many teams do you have currently in the Relay for Life of Rockville? Currently, we have 24 teams and 116 participants as, as of right now. And we expect that number to grow as, as, the, as the date draws near, but that's where we stand right now. Yeah, I see that. Um, and as of now, I looked on the, uh, the website for reference, $28,533.43 has been raised. And are you anticipating that number to rise by the time you hit May 30th? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I have uh, I have paperwork uh, in front of me as we speak of money I have not entered in that Nancy so graciously dropped on me a couple days wow. ago. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a constant stream, and that's a good thing. Lee, uh, your event, Relay for Life of Damascus, um, you are holding your event on Saturday, May 9th, 2015. That's coming up soon at the Damascus, uh, like you said, Damascus Volunteer Fire Department Activities Building at 10211 Lewis Drive in Damascus. And so far, you have 18 teams and 79 participants. And I, for reference, I also looked on the website, you have raised Seventeen thousand two hundred and forty dollars and eighty cents. That is great. Congratulations. Thank you. We're very excited about it. Um, and then I'm looking at the. If any of the callers, please please chime in. Um, is anyone here in charge of the Clarksburg Germantown event? That is that is also my event, or I'm the community manager for. That's you, Richard. Correct. Yes. Yes. Sir. Okay. So. The Clarksburg Germantown event is being held Saturday, May 16th um, at 12 p.m. at the Rocky Hill Middle School at 22401 Brickhaven Way in Germantown. And so far that has 38 teams, 298 participants, and you've raised $13,040.02. So congratulations on that. That is also a incredible feat. Um Yes, and we're, we're super excited about it. We're rocking and rolling. Okay, so here's a question that the public m- 
will likely ask and that I've asked myself. Um, when you raise the money, um, I'm assuming it goes back into the American Cancer Society for uh, for research. But do you know exactly how the money is distributed? And please, anyone can feel free to jump in. Well, Lee, you're probably best to, to answer that. Or Richard, yeah. I, can, I can jump in on this. So the money raised does go to research, but a large portion also goes to programming that the American Cancer Society has, such as our Hope Lodge, um, which is similar to the Ronald McDonald House. There's one outside of Johns Hopkins in Baltimore. And last year in Maryland alone, um, the fundraising from Relay for Life allowed 3,481 cancer patients to stay at our Hope Lodge for free or reduced rates. So that's very exciting. It, it's bringing it right back locally. Um, we also have a, a 1-800 number that patients can call or their family any time of day, 24 hours, just to get information. Um, our trained specialists answer the phone, and they can answer any sorts of questions such as what do I expect next, um, what does this diagnosis mean, things along that line. And again, in Maryland last year, 10,689 phone calls were made wow. to that 1-800 number. That's so incredible. So we're seeing a lot right back in the community. Um, as far as research, we have right in Damascus, one of our great, greatest success stories, um, a, a man, his wife was diagnosed and given four months to live. We, she was put on a trial drug that was um, under trial by the American Cancer Society. She's now four years cancer-free. Wow. Wow, yeah. that is incredible. Uh, I want to ask you each, please, I hope you – our show extends until 10 o'clock p.m., and um, I would be remiss if I did not ask each of you to stay on board. We have uh, um, the next – the next segment begins at 9.30. We're going to stay on the same Relay for Life group, but um, I do hope you stay. We're going to include Chantel Hockenberry um, and a gentleman uh, by the name of uh, Greg uh, Dice, who is a cancer survivor, um, and he's going to come on and talk. But please stay with us, and I understand if you if you do have to leave, but uh, I do hope you stay until 10 o'clock. Um, <clears throat> so I want to ask you, Nancy, uh, when you first got involved with this uh, this organization, uh, were you surprised by how many people in the community turn out for an event like this? Oh, definitely. Um, and what is so amazing is the the diversity that you see there, especially um, like if you're familiar with Rockville. Rockville to me is just it's one of the reasons why I love Montgomery County is there's so much diversity there, and you see it on the relay track, and you see how cancer affects everybody. Um, cancer doesn't discriminate, and it can affect anybody no matter what your race, color, gender, um, religion, no matter what, and you see that on the track. Um, and I've met some amazing people through Relay that I probably never would have met. Nikki and I, we volunteer our time together, but we also spend time outside of Relay. Um, we've become friends because of, because of Relay, and my parents now <laughs> – they have sort of like this little reunion. Relay is like a reunion where you get back together with people where, you know, we all go through sad things, but we bond over those sad things. Um, right. So it's just a, a really awesome event. Um, I want to bring in um, Greg Dice, um, who uh, is a cancer survivor. Uh, Greg, I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and we are talking with... Uh, uh, the folks from the Relay for Life of Rockville, of Damascus, and uh, I'm assuming um, you're part of the Poolsville group. And uh, 
uh, Chantel will soon be joining us as well. So, Greg, welcome to the show. And uh, earlier in the show, we talked about our stories, uh, how um, we've gotten involved with this organization. Um, so, Greg, you are a cancer survivor, and you and I had talked earlier uh, this afternoon, uh, earlier this evening, and you told me your story. So would you be willing to tell the audience and our callers currently on the line with us your story, uh, your cancer survivor story, and how you got involved with Relay for Life? Well, I was involved with Relay before I got cancer, and then I was roofer by trade and had a knot form on my buttocks area, and it was synovial sarcoma, the self-tissue cancer, and we couldn't figure out what it was, and I went and had an open biopsy done, and um, found out what it was, and before this, I started, um, before I had it taken out, it was sticking in my blood up and sending it to my brain, and made me have five strokes, and... Um, the doctor actually took it out, cut my side nerve because it was embedded into it. And so, um, it's just, you know, it's not a fun thing to go through, but thank God I'm still here, still vertical, and Relay has been a really blessing to me. Uh, Greg, you, uh, wow, um... This organization has obviously helped you, and it, it obviously will continue to help many people uh, who have experienced similar situations as yourself. And <clears throat> Richard, I want to ask you, um, as people are form, forming the teams um, and as the money uh, strolls in and trickles down, uh, and what what are some of the stories that you have heard from uh, you're, you're the various teammates and the people, and why do they get involved, and what is their impetus behind coming out and joining these groups? It's just so many reasons. I mean, mothers, fathers, I mean, they come out to support and and just give, you know, everything they can just to help out with this association. I mean, um I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, just to get me to my therapy and stuff, it was just a big helpful thing because it's just, you don't know how much you, you know, a little town like this comes, a, you know, comes a big family. It's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. And, hey, Lee, it's Ryan. Uh, I want to ask you a question about... Uh, excuse, excuse me, Ryan. I, I really do apologize for butting in. Uh, Lee actually is currently at a relay um, event at one of her other uh, communities okay. in Georgetown, so she had to jump off. <laughs> Sorry she, about that. N- no problem. And I'm, is that you, Carl? No, I don't know who said that. Well, I guess okay. one of her guys down there. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, Lee, Lee is our Lee is our ACS representative, so she actually helps Georgetown and GW as well. Okay. Uh, the uh, being with radio and people are not sitting in front of us. All the men's voices sound exactly the same. <laughs> so as you yeah. can imagine, sometimes there's a little uh, cross speaking. So let me just and I'll and I'll just say this, Richard. Let me call upon you now to to come forth from the radio shadows and uh, let me ask you this, Richard. Um, 
at John Hopkins uh, where this event's going to be held. Uh, a lot of times people, um, they come at the last minute. Is that okay where they can sign up uh, maybe to the very last day, or is there a certain cutoff time? No, there, there's not a cutoff time. I mean, we'll welcome anyone at any point. You know, uh, it's not like, oh, well, you missed the cutoff time. You can't come join and come, can't come join the cause. Uh, you know, you can show right up and, 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 and sign in. Now, you know, obviously we like people to sign up beforehand. That way they can take part in fundraising and, and spreading the word about the event. That's obviously optimal. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, Come on down. This is, like I said, it's a family-focused, a family-centered event, and we want to get everyone in the community involved. Well, speaking of involvement, I I want to invite uh, Chantel Hockenberry of the Poolsville Relay for Life. Hey, Chantel, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. Could you tell us about the Poolsville Relay for Life group? Um, Our event, this is our 10th year. Um, of participating in Relay for Life. We started 10 years ago in honor of my mom, who was diagnosed with liver and lung cancer. We participated in the Damascus Relay prior to that for her honor. And my sister actually was the one that said we need to bring it to Poolsville and make people aware of what Relay was and what they were doing. So we brought it in 2006 to Poolsville. And um, in 2005, we actually lost my mom to uh, cancer. And we kept participating for the last 10 years, you know, trying to raise awareness and help people get through a tough time um, dealing with cancer. And in that journey, um, we lost an aunt, my mom's sister, was diagnosed with brain cancer and lung cancer and and passed. My aunt was diagnosed last year with colon cancer, my my mother's youngest sister, and she is um, right now cancer-free. Congratulations. Thank you. Our father was diagnosed in uh, 2011. He -hmm. had mesothelioma, which is extremely rare. Um, It's asbestos cancer. And... um, we worked with NIH very closely. Uh, he had some surgeries done, and we lost him in October 2012 to um, mesothelioma. Wow. But within the journey, we've we've had many friends and family, um, you know, been touched by cancer. People that have joined our committee um, to help us fight have been touched by cancer, and. Within the last 10 years, we've raised almost a million dollars just in our community, um, which in, in our community alone in Montgomery County is less than 5,000 uh, people. It's like 50, I think our numbers right now are about 55, 5,800 people in our community. But um, we're small but mighty. Um, we too like it to be a community event. We try to we try to. I guess modeled it. We modeled it after the Damascus relay when we participated there, and tried to get the community involved and get family, children of all ages, and that's where we found that um, the kids make the difference. My daughter mm-hmm. has participated in relay since she was six months old. My son is going to be a senior next year, and my sister's kids. We have a uh, my niece was. Um, 
graduated from UVA, mm-hmm. uh, University of Virginia, I'm sorry, and um, West Virginia. And I have two other nieces, one's in second year of college, and third one is a, a sophomore, and have all participated in relay fighting, you know, against this horrible disease. The, uh, the think- pools, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the uh, the Poolsville event is Saturday, June 6th, uh, from 12 p.m., yeah. uh, I think, until 7 a.m., and yeah. uh, there's 18 teams uh, so far, 89 participants, and thus far you have raised $8,310.80. Um, you say that's small, but that is certainly mighty. Yes, we have, um, we've had several fundraisers in the last, week or so, so we have quite a bit of money getting ready to go on, which should bring us over the $10,000 mark um, within the week or so. Um, Our community is very small. We've had many community members touched. Last year, we had about 25 community members passed with cancer. Um, Unfortunately, it was the, the biggest number of losses that we had in our community. And I think this year it has hit home as far as people not knowing what to do and, and fighting cancer individually instead of just with the American Cancer Society. Um, some were, you know, ventured out like towards the lung cancer awareness um, specific. Chantal, and I'm going to switch I, over to um, Carl, and I want to talk yeah. about uh, we're, we're going to go switched back to the Damascus group. Um, and I, I, Carl, could you tell me what the atmosphere is like during the events? When it, tell me a little bit about the logistical uh, apparatus from start until finish, and uh, how everything comes about, and the work that goes into um, forming these groups and organizations and raising this money. Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of uh, the, you know behind the scenes work, and you know we've been we've been meeting for nine months uh, to get ready for for our relay. But the event itself really runs the gamut of you know the the, the highest highs and the some, some of the saddest times because we're there for each other. I mean, and, and what I talk about, you know, we start off with, and I think most of the relays do, with a survivors lunch, and it is to honor the survivors of cancer to honor their fight uh, and, and their caregivers. So we uh, host a lunch, luncheon for the, the caregivers and survivors. And after lunch, we go out and have opening ceremonies. We have a dove release. That's one of the things that we do in Damascus and a big balloon arch. And they, there are opening ceremonies and the survivors go out and they take the first lap. They're, they're the, they're the honorees, and so they go out and do the first lap, and, and it really kind of turns into, you know, it, it's a fun, um, a couple people have mentioned it's a real family atmosphere, lots of fun and games and things that are going on uh, at the event. Um, the community gets involved, and we'll have lots of um, activities and and shows. I mean, the, the kids come in and do the tap dancing, the local uh, self-defense groups come in and do an exhibition. Uh, singers will come in. There's, there's all kinds of fun stuff. And, it, and there's a lot of fundraising going on. A lot of the teams are, are there. We're actually, one of the things we're doing is, is a treasure hunt. And it, it's, we do the treasure hunt to promote a number of things about ACS. Um, AC, the American Cancer Society and what we do in the relays, it's not cancer-specific. We are fighting all cancers. 
with the treasure hunt, the idea is that you run around uh, and find, uh, you have to find different people, for example, uh, a cancer survivor, and take your picture with them and post it on Facebook, and then you get a, a certain color ribbon that represents a, a certain kind of, kind of cancer. And you get all these, and then once you get them all, then you put them into a drawing, and we're actually giving away a, a Kindle Fire this year to, wow, to do okay. that. So it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but the, you know, so the day goes on with that. We're going to have a 5K this year as well. And then the, I think one of the most moving ceremonies that you will ever attend, and this is true among the relays all across the country and around the world, um, and there's 5,200 of them, Ryan. I mean, we're, you know, we're all doing this everywhere, all around wow. the world in 20 countries. Um, the Luminaria ceremony, we honor um, our survivors and those that we've lost. And we have, uh, um, for a donation, uh, you get a, uh, basically it's a, it's a little white bag, uh, a paper bag, and we put a candle in it and we line the track. And we have people's names there, and it is absolutely moving from 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 going from you know music and everyone running around to quiet and solemn, um, you know, just showing the love that we have for those that are still here and those that we've lost. Right. And this this is where we really you know we get that we're not going to give up the fight. You know that right. thing. This is where it is, and we have. We have someone who plays music, and we have pictures at Luminaria, and that goes on typically around sundown for most most of the groups. Ours is right at nine o'clock, um, and and we all do this, and and then after that, then it turns into a big block party again, and the kids <laughs> bring a lot of life it, to the event. It's, That's uh, what I say. It's a lot of emotions, uh, you know, at the event. Um, definitely true, and, I've been... and a lot of fun. Um, I have been, my family is from the Hagerstown area, and there's a big Relay for Life event um, at the Hagerstown Fairgrounds, which I have participated in the past. And we have come out, uh, usually I go around, uh, it's in the springtime, and you go around about 7 or 8 o'clock, and you, you know, I've walked the track for for hours, and I've made new friends, and Mm -hmm. then we sit and talk, and we've met a lot of people that I've never met before. And they share their stories. They're so willing to dig deep beyond the surface and explain and 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 tell you their story about how cancer has either maybe have affected uh, them personally or a family member and everyone at who shows up to relay for life and participates has a story so i want to ask you nancy uh tell me about some of the most compelling stories that you have uh, been part of or have heard at one of these Relay for Life events? Um, we actually have a very young relayer who has really inspired me, and she happens to live across the street from my parents, which I just found this out. Um, but she started relaying two years ago, and she's now our number three fundraiser. And she started her team because her little friend, and I believe she's about 12 years old, but her friend's was diagnosed with leukemia when she was a baby, like just a few years old. And we have this girl who decided to, she created this Relay for Life team. It wasn't her parents urging her to do it. She just decided to do it herself. And, you know, obviously with her parents' support, but she's been, I met her, you know, and got to speak with her and just listening to her and knowing that this girl is, you know, 
gone off and she wants to make the world a better world. And so she got involved with American Cancer Society. She's been raising money to Relay for Life, all because she wants to support her friends who fought and beat leukemia, but she's still doing this. And when I see that, first of all, it makes me inspired to do more because, you know, just when I think I can't volunteer anymore and I see this child doing something that she doesn't have to do, she could be out, you know, doing what a little kid would do, and instead she's getting involved with Relay. Um, to me, that's so touching and so moving to see that happening, and it's just inspiring and makes me want to continue to do more. Uh, Nan, uh, Nikki, uh, I want to ask you, uh, in planning these events and uh, joining in on the uh, the all-night affair, uh, what is your favorite story? What's your best moment of the, a Relay for Life event? Um, I think it's just the camaraderie that takes place throughout the entire day. I think um, all of us as volunteers, we give it our all to make from the various ceremonies that take place to the activities throughout the day that take place, um, you know, just really, really successful. But it's like once the day gets there, how everyone takes just an active part in making it a great day. From, you know, like you said, digging deep and um, sharing their stories with complete strangers and being willing to go not just within this event having those conversations, but to go beyond. I think, um, you know, people learn so much from being in contact with such a diverse group of individuals. They learn about opportunities, especially those that are um, still um, fighting um, various cancers, to those that are needing support for loved ones. Because, you know, as much as this event is about um, those individuals that have um, been diagnosed with cancer and those that have passed on, there's also a lot of love and support for those family members and friends that are also impacted. It's not like it's just the cancer survivor when they ha- when they're diagnosed that they are the ones that are impacted. It has a greater impact. It has a ripple effect on those that love that individual. So it's just really and truly about the camaraderie for me that takes place at the event um, and um, just the support that's seen throughout the day and um, beyond. Right, right. Um, I like I said I when I was there uh, attending one of these events um it was a wonderful opportunity to meet uh people who have uh incredible endurance people who have willpower uh beyond any that I could ever muster up and Greg you are one of those people and as a survivor of cancer Greg Dice you are someone that uh, we can all look to for strength. And what is it when you attend these events and when you're uh, joined by people who have experienced uh, similar cancer stories, does that empower you to to fight the fight, to keep fighting, and to just keep uh, working harder and harder? Yes, it does. I mean, it's, you know, I went from a wheelchair to a walker to a cane so I'm walking a mile a day, and I'm back in the gym. Wow. It's, they just, you know, they do so much for you, and it, it's just it's unbelievable. I mean, the church, the community, everybody here has just been 
such good people, and they held a um um cornhole game for my family because right. we were struggling with finances and stuff. And they just, you know, raised money for us. I mean, it's such a community event that just turns up, and it's it's so good, so good to be part of it. That's the story. I mean, that you know, from where you were and where you are now, and what right. you have accomplished, what you have accomplished. I mean, I don't know too many people like yourself, and. Who, who who would be able to accomplish that? And th- this is what this is all about, and that's why we're doing this show tonight, uh, to bring better awareness to the Relay for Life community, to bring more people out. And, I mean, that's a beautiful story. And I, I just I have to tell you, um, I before we have done this show, I wasn't sure exactly what event that I was going to join, but my goodness, I wish I could join each one of your events. I wish I could have, I could come out each time um, and to bring our kids who um, need to understand that they have to to, to be part of something like this um, will build them character and strength and to, to fight for a cause and to champion it. And Richard, you are one of the organizers for this event, for the Relay for Life of Rockville. And to be an organizer, you must have a compelling story of why you got involved. So what is what is that background? Well, I, I'll be honest. I, I am not from this area at all. I actually uh, i am a newbie to this job. I moved here from northern Maine up in the sticks and uh, a couple months ago at the end of January, actually, and um, I was I was drawn to this position um, for one of two reasons. Just for the, the first and foremost, just to have to be involved in something uh, that impacts so many people in a good way, um, that impacts in a deep way, um, and something tangible. And it, and I can just every day I just wake up and I'm just so thankful that I get to work with volunteers who aren't just doing it just to like to do a check mark just to do their good deed of the day. They're passionate and they love what they're doing and they and we're all just coming together for a good cause. And that just that just gets me so excited every day. And uh the other the other factor that really played into it was I was looking for um to to really be a part of something like that and my uh my uh, father in law actually is a uh, stage four throat cancer survivor. And yeah, and, and before I even uh, tried to pursue um, this position, uh, I had always heard every single time he talked about, um, you know, cancer survival and his battle uh, against the disease, every time the Relay for Life was brought up. And it was brought up in the sense of it was a really dark time in my life fighting, you know, this, this throat cancer but one of the things that I, my family really rallied around um, was the Relay for Life in in their area. They were further down south in the state than I was. Thank you. And thank you for what? I, I was gonna. I said thank you so much for sharing. And I want to ask yeah. uh, anyone uh, in the group, please feel free. Anyone to jump in. Um, I have uh, done a little bit of research about the uh, the current research undergoing at some of our major universities throughout the world. But can anyone on our our call now 
update us to uh, current research, what is happening, uh, where is it going, and are there any new breakthroughs or uh, from the medical side, uh, what should we know? So please, anyone, feel free to jump in. Right, I'll, I'll jump in. I'm, I'm probably not the best person to answer this. Lee's, Lee would be a lot, a lot better. And by the way, she is at at an event. She's at Georgetown. They're they're yeah, having their just, uh, event right now. She just emailed right me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and she wanted to pass on a, a big thanks to you for for doing this. Um, you know, I I will say I, the the direct answer to your question is I don't know because I'm not a researcher. I mean, I, I was pre med way back in college, but I never followed through on that stuff. But but this is what I do know. Um, with all the money that has been raised, I mean, the philosophy of the American Cancer Society is to fund grants and fund research that uh, in many ways is experimental, um, things that NIH or, or some of the big pharma companies won't do. And the, the, the payoff is that I think the latest number is 34 uh, Nobel Prizes that, that no, these researchers have. Is that wrong? What is it? That is the wrong number. For the American the Cancer Society, we're almost at 48 uh, Nobel Prize winners that we've funded. Oh, it's up to 48. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, we're, it's, we're that's way, an astounding number, right? We I are mean, the number one organization to fund for research and to have that many Nobel Prizes. So when you're donating money, you know that your money is being spent and, and going to the right cause because it's not that we're just looking for a specific cure to cancer. They're looking, you know, I mean, like some will go just for breast cancer or, you know, one particular topic. What has happened is we funded these guys that most people bend their time giving the money to, and they're right. the ones that have, you know, come across tamoxifen. Um, that was one of the biggest um, researches that, you know, ACS funded and, that came about by the the money that we put in and and our the group of people that they elect to decide who becomes that guy that wins the you know the amount of money for researching and that's a phenomenal number if you were to do research to find other nonprofit organizations that you know spend their money and tell you that we're we're doing what we're supposed to be doing that's just kind of like proof in the pudding that that number speaks, you know, like yep. loudly. And, and you're right. The, the American Cancer Society is the number one not-for-profit, non-governmental agency that, that's raising money in, in, in this kind of fashion and, and spending it. In the way. world. In the world, wow. yep. Yeah, yep. in the world, wow. which um, is, is huge. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, there's a lot of negative things that go out about nonprofit organizations and where your money goes. And if you look at the percent, we're almost like 98% of your money is spent on what we tell you that it's spent on. Mm -hmm. um, when you spend money on how much overhead costs that an event is supposed to to spend, we're, we're, our range is like from you know three to five percent is all that we're allowed to, but we're trying to less than that spend on an event so that we get 100% donated, so that when you're putting money into that. It's 100% coming to the cause, whether it's, you know, road to recovery, um, you know, look good, feel good programs. It's funding for, um, you know, Health research. Lodge, like Lee mentioned, in research. Yeah, look good, feel good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that you know that that money is going correctly, 
you know, disputed to, you know, dis- distributed to the right places. Well, yeah. folks, we but have only a few. Uh, we have only a few moments left of the show, and uh, I, I want to, um, you know, I wish back in 1983, um, my grandmother, who is now um, 83 years old, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, and she did not have the network that is in, that is entirely possible now. Uh, with Relay for Life, and we were talking about this at one point, and she said, if only I had a bigger support group, some days may have been easier, and I imagine that Relay for Life provides that much-needed care and comfort and just relief for people who step out and say, we're here together, and we're going to work together and fight this together amongst each other, and I want to go to Greg to finish out the story. We have about three minutes and uh, Greg, um, as a survivor now, um, what do you want to say? Relay has really been a blessing to me. I mean, two years now I've been cancer-free, and between Relay and Hopkins get me through this, I mean, it's been really a blessing. I mean, um, I, I just did so much, you know, I used to be on the uh, committee here on Poolsville, but when my cancer hit, I had to pull back. I mean, it just, you know, but a lot has happened, and, uh, you know, I'm, I can't say nothing but else, so I'm blessed. Well, we're so blessed to have you. And, and yeah, the support we're... system, I mean, it's just been unbelievable. Greg, Thank you for carrying on the fight, Greg. We're we're blessed to have you all here, and uh, I'm going to wrap up the show here, and I just want to say thank you for what you are doing for your community, for cancer, for research, and for all that is entails with this, uh, with, with with helping to find a cure uh, for this disease, and I I hope that I can join you, and I hope that we can send out the message. Please feel free to share. Uh, this podcast, and uh, you have been an inspiration to me, uh, and to get up and really do something, to get involved, and I hope that uh, I get to meet each of you, and we can share our stories, and uh, we can raise money, and I'm going to pass this to as many people that I know uh, to encourage them to get involved and uh, help with some fundraising and to come out and show up. So to each of you who uh, took time out of your busy days to join me on our show tonight, thank you so much, and God bless each of you, and thank you for inspiring incredible strength. Thank well, you. Thanks for having us on, Greg. Thank we you. appreciate thank that. Thank you so much. So we had a, a fantastic panel this evening. Um from various Relay for Life groups throughout Montgomery County, from Rockville, from Damascus, from uh, Clarksburg, Germantown, uh, all the way up to uh, Poolsville. And the the stories that you heard tonight, from especially from Greg, who's a cancer survivor, um, these stories are your stories because we've all known a cancer survivor. And you may, li- who listening now, you may be battling this. So I want to thank you for your time, and I encourage you to check out Change Montgomery County at changemoco.org. 
we are on the web, and you can find us on Facebook at uh, Change Montgomery County. My name is Ryan Miner, and you are listening to A Minor Detail on blogtalkradio.com. Thank you, God bless you, and have a wonderful night.